Thank you for joining me for Central Moments again. Uh, we are studying the last, uh, right now we're in the last three chapters of the Old Testament prophet Zechariah. And the last three chapters of Zechariah really parallel the last four chapters of the book of Revelation if you uh, want to read those in parallel. Because the temple has now been rebuilt under the encouraging prophesying work of Zechariah by the Holy Spirit. And then uh, the second half of Zechariah, probably the, the temple's been now built possibly for quite a few years. But Zechariah begins reaching far into the future as God helps him to see the ultimate things. He not only wants a temple rebuilt, he's going to make a new heaven and a new earth. And so this is where we go. And, and uh, it's because of passages like we'll look at today that, um, that Zechariah is prophesied and, I mean, quoted as a prophet more by the gospel writers when they're describing the last week of Jesus' life than anywhere else in the Old Testament. For instance, Zechariah chapter 12 and verse 10. And I will pour out on the house of David, the Lord says, and, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, a spirit of grace and supplication, not a spirit of judgment and rejection, but a spirit of turning to the Lord, a spirit of grace and supplication. And they will look on me, the one they have pierced, and they will mourn for him as one mourns for an only child and grieve bitterly for him as one grieves for a firstborn son. So Zechariah is looking way into the future to see the second coming of Jesus. Jesus was the one pierced. Jesus was the firstborn, the only begotten son. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And so it says, interestingly enough, the day's coming, well, Israel will look on the one they pierced and they will grieve as grieving over the death of a son. Turns out it's God's son. So we go into John 19 and verse 32. It says the soldiers, Jesus is hanging on the cross, the soldiers therefore came and broke the legs of the first man who had been crucified with Jesus and then those of the other. They were wanting these crucified victims and Jesus was right between them uh, to die before preparation for the Sabbath began. And uh, if you've been hanging for hours, it's a slow process of suffocation, but your legs can prop you up a bit and help work against that. So they would break their legs so that suffocation would happen quickly. But when they came to Jesus and found that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. Instead, one of the soldiers, there's the word, pierced Jesus' side with a spear, bringing a sudden flow of blood and water. Well, how do we know this is what Zachariah was talking about? Well, John goes on, because he's writing the Gospel of John, to help those who don't believe, to be convinced that Jesus was indeed the predicted Messiah. And so John goes on in verse 35 to say, the man who saw all of this has given to, I was right there, I was an eyewitness to it, and, and, and my testimony is true. Uh, he knows, he's speaking of himself in the third person, he knows that he tells the truth and testifies, so you may also believe. These things happened so that the scripture would be fulfilled. And first of all, he quotes from Psalm 34, verse 20. Not one of his bones will be broken. They broke the bones of the thieves on each side, but not Jesus. Just like Psalm 34, verse 20 said. And then here he comes to Zechariah. And as another scripture says, they will look on the one they have pierced. They will look on the one they have pierced. And they grieve over him as a son. 
who has died. But years earlier, even preceding Zechariah, the prophet Isaiah would say in 53 verse 5, he was pierced for our transgressions. That's why he was pierced. He was crushed for our iniquities. And the punishment that brought us peace was on him. We should have been punished for our sin. But the punishment that brought us peace with God was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. He met us there in our brokenness. The piercing of Jesus at the cross was foreseen by the prophet Zechariah 400 years before it came. His death was not an accident, but a deliberate act of God's love for you and me. Will you open your heart to his love afresh today? Will you, will you let his piercing take away all your transgressions today? Will you just be filled with the joy of the Lord, the gift of the Holy Spirit today that comes because he was pierced? There's coming a day where Israel will look on him who was pierced and, uh, and, and grieve over a son that has died. We get that opportunity to do it now while salvation can be ours. So Lord, do this in our lives, we pray. Thank you. You were pierced for our transgressions. And we give our lives to you as an offering of thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.